0: Another episode of Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and the destruction of the progressive left as we refocus ourselves on those f bombs that truly matter faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. If you are new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, If you are a longtime listener, you guys know I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. This is just a little podcast trying to kind of keep us uh, awake and involved and aware of current events and having a discussion about what's going on. Um, You know, again, it's not really about waking people up anymore. It's about, you know, knowing when to act uh getting out there and 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 being prepared right um and i can't stress that enough uh today's friday fun day that makes it april 8th um and honestly i want to talk about stuff that's a little bit more fun um but tonight uh i I really think i have to warn you this is what's coming across the news feeds maybe you guys are already familiar maybe you're already hearing things but um We've got a lot to talk about as far as food shortages go. So, yikes! Um, not as much fun tonight as I would like it to be. But um, you know, it, I think you guys really need to have this information um, to be prepared, right? And I didn't get uh, the podcast. Uh, you know, you guys knew you weren't going to get your Wednesday one this week. Volleyball is kind of crazy, um, but we're hitting that midpoint. So hopefully, uh, the season will end uh soon because i am so ready for it to end um good lord i just i am ready to have a break from coaching children okay that being said um the co-ed fifth grade phoenix team did very well last night in volleyball so i'm very proud of them shout out to my kiddos um they worked very hard uh the wednesday practice they had with just me my um assistant wasn't available uh, they thought it was chaos, but it was organized chaos. I spent a lot of time just throwing the ball at them. I need them to get them to move their feet. I need them to get them. That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. It's already out there. Okay, so if you are aware of how to get a hold of me or how to, you know, keep up with what I'm doing, you can catch me over on Instagram at conservativemommapodcast. Otherwise, you can also check out my personal side, which is LadyDoubleDogUSMC. Um, you can reach me both ways by DM. I'm a little bit slow. I haven't picked up my DMs since being back from spring break. Um, yeah. You know what? Sometimes it's hard to get back into the swing of things, isn't Okay. That being said, let's jump right in. I want you guys to know and to be aware and to be prepared. Okay. Um, You might be hearing uh, some talk, if you are watching the news at all, um, you might be hearing some talk through the uh, Vice President Biden uh, administration um, about the upcoming food shortage, right? First of all, before we get started with that, can I just lament just a little bit? um, I don't know if you guys have seen the footage of... Barack Obama at the White House and Barack and Kamala and literally everybody in the room um, ignoring Joe Biden. Now look, I'm not a fan of Joe Biden. I think he's terrible. I don't think he's even probably a good person. Um, He's questionable at best. Uh, But that being said, he was absolutely disrespected by everybody in the room. And the world is watching Everybody in the world saw that. So all of the crazy pants world leaders in countries like Iran, North Korea, and China, they all saw Barack Obama, former president to the United States of America, and the current awful vice president, Kamala Harris, totally snub and disrespect the quote-unquote most powerful man in the room. Uh, It was like somebody's grandpa got lost in a crowded room and no one wanted to claim him and then he wandered around aimlessly um and I felt really 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 bad for him I really did I don't like the guy I don't like him at all but I'm still a human being and I felt really bad it made my heart hurt to watch that um the whole thing it was just awful so how disrespectful and it's just more evidence that uh he's not in charge there I said what I said and I don't apologize um He is definitely, definitely not in charge. Okay, so let's talk about the food shortage. Okay, Um, like I said, you might be hearing the Biden administration discuss uh, the food shortage. Joe Biden himself has come out and said, you know, Americans need to prepare because this is going to happen. It's obviously going to be a global thing. I don't know if you guys are aware, um, but Ukraine... uh, produces a very, very large amount of wheat that the entire world depends on. Um, Countries like Somalia get 90% of their wheat from the Ukraine. Um, Russia, now some of you might go, well, I don't know what Russia has to do with any of that um, besides them attacking, you know, who cares about Russia, right? Well, we should because Russia is a huge exporter of nitrogen and things that uh, make up fertilizer. So that being said, it's going to become very expensive For farmers all over the world to buy fertilizer to um, put down on their fields. Uh, I've heard it as much as 300% increase. So that is a significant amount. All right. So, here, really quickly, are 20 facts about the emerging global food shortage that should chill you to the core. This is on um, the uh, economic collapsing blog, the economic collapse blog.com. You know what? If you type this in, if you put 20 facts about um, the emerging global food shortage, if you just Google that, you will get um, other websites talking about this as well. And they all are. Somebody plagiarize somebody because I'm pretty sure it's all the same thing. So it's already begun, in case you weren't aware. Um, I know some of you are seeing this on your shelves, but uh, let's just go through the list. Number one, one of France's most important government officials is telling us that we should brace ourselves for an extremely serious global food crisis. Um, France's foreign affairs minister, uh, Jean-Yves Duran, (laughs) that is the extent of my French. Thank you very much. I'll see myself out. Said the EU must get to grips with the prospect that the war in Ukraine could prompt an extremely serious global food crisis. Yes. Yes, it could. Um, As we've already mentioned. Number two, Joe Biden recently admitted that food shortages are going to be real. And his administration is now openly using the word famine to describe what is coming. The Biden administration is worried Russia's invasion of Ukraine will cause famine in parts of the world. White House uh, Council of Economic Advisors Chair Cecilia Rouse told CNBC on Friday. Um, that being said, uh, you can probably expect famine in countries like Somalia, in countries like Afghanistan, um, in those areas where it's already getting to be very difficult to uh, get food. So, you know, when it's just not there, what are you going to do? Number three, it is being reported that food prices at German supermarkets will go will soon go up to between 20 and 50 percent. So, for my foreign listeners who might not be aware uh, of what's going on, this is going to impact you just as much, right? I mean, 20 to 50 percent is significant. It, let's see. It says just days after Germany reported the highest inflation in in generation. I don't know if that's supposed to be in a generation, with February headline CPI soaring at a 7.6% annual pace and blowing away all expectations, giving locals a distinctly unpleasant deja vu feeling even before the Russian invasion of Ukraine broke what few supply chains remained and sent prices even higher into the stratosphere. On Monday, Germany will take one step toward a return of the dreaded Weimar hyperinflation when, according to the German Retail Association, consumers should prepare for another wave of price hikes for everyday goods and groceries with routers reporting that prices at German retail chains will explode between 20 and 50 percent. That is awful. So to my German friends and listeners, please get ready, get prepared. I really hope that you have taken this warning um, before now. Okay, number four, rationing has already begun in Spain. In Spain, the country started experiencing sporadic shortages of different fruit food products like eggs, milk, and other dairy products almost immediately following the outbreak of the war in Ukraine. In early March, major supermarkets like Mercadona and Macro began rationing sunflower oil. Uh, Number five, rationing has also started in Greece. Uh, In Greece, at least four national supermarket chains have started rationing fruit food products like flour and sunflower oil due to critically low supplies caused by the crippled supply chains coming out of Russia and Ukraine see there's a little bit of a trend here uh number six the head of BlackRock is warning that this will be the very first time this generation is going to go into a store and not be able to get what they want I mean we're all fun, fond of BlackRock right and Tuesday, BlackRock Inc. President Rob Capito told an audience in Austin, Texas, hosted by the Texas Independent Producers and Royalty Owners Association, that an entire younger generation is quickly finding out what it means to suffer from shortages, according to Bloomberg. Yeah, um, and that is hitting uh, stores pretty much everywhere, but not all at the same pace. Okay, number seven, the Since this time last year, some fertilizer prices have gone up by as much as 300%. Okay, there's that again. Um, Number eight, many farmers in Africa will not be able to afford fertilizer at all this year, and it is being projected that this will reduce agricultural production by an amount capable of feeding 100 million people. Ah, guys i wish i had better news for you um number nine russia is normally one of the biggest global exporters of fertilizer we've talked about that here just a minute ago number 10 in a typical year russia and ukraine collectively account for approximately 30 percent of all global wheat exports that's quite a bit number 11 half of africa's wheat imports usually come from either russia or ukraine number 12 other nations rely on wheat exports from Russia and Ukraine even more than Africa does. And they list them. It's, you know, countries like Armenia, Mongolia, Kazakhstan, um, and Etria, for instance, right? But they're not the only ones. Number 13, one, official, one Russian official is warning that his nation may soon only export food to friendly nations. Uh, USA. <laughs> That's probably not us, okay? You might just want to start uh, getting some food put together. If you haven't already started, start getting that stockpile, all right? Because um, things like uh, wheat, obviously, are going to be in short supply. And then you look at this this alleged bird flu, right? Now, I'm going to just be honest with you. I think it's a load of crap. I really do. I think it's a load of crap. I think it is to help uh, drive down um the supply so it's going to be harder to get eggs it's going to be harder to get chicken Um, I think it's it is all by design and hopefully I'm wrong about that but I have a feeling that that is going to my this thought process is going to come to fruition sooner rather than later and we're going to find out yeah you know it was by design we didn't have a bird flu like we had, you know, oh, look, now it's like COVID, right? Like, if it's not one thing, it's another. And then they say, oh, well, if one bird has the flu, we got to kill all the, the birds, right? All the chickens or turkeys or whatever. Okay, I, I don't know that that's, that's legit, but I am not a chicken farmer, so maybe it is. Maybe it is. For my farmer friends out there, correct me if I'm wrong. It just sounds like a load of garbage to me. Um... Let's see. Number 14. On Friday, it was announced that another 5 million egg-laying chickens. Oh, there we go. Um, in Iowa, would have to be put down uh, because of the bird flu. 5 million egg-laying chickens. Now, guys, that isn't just even an immediate effect, okay? You have to consider for a moment that um, when we start culling these animals, um, it's going to take time to get that many animals back to laying that amount of eggs so we can get back to what we are used to, right? It's not gonna be an overnight thing. So, you know, it, it's gonna impact us for a while. So for some of you who are thinking only short term, I'm sorry, but it's not how it works, right? And chickens of course mature a lot faster than dairy cattle. But in the next article I have for you guys, look, um Biden is halting leases on some of these uh these these trains that um in, that Ship grains all over the country. Those grains go to feed cattle. They go to feed dairy cattle. They go to feed um, beef cattle. And if the cattle can't get fed, then they starve to death. And the farmers don't want them to do that. So you might see a huge influx of uh, meat in the supermarkets because you've got cattle and chickens. I don't know if bird flu chickens make it to the market, but you're going to have an influx of cattle because. The farmers can't do anything with them, right? They're not so they're gonna send them to the slaughterhouses. You're gonna have all this meat, and then people are gonna go, "Oh, Sarah B, you're crazy. We're not gonna have a food shortage. Look at all this meat; it's so accessible." Yeah, until it isn't, and it takes a while for cattle to grow, right? Like it's not something they're not they're not chickens. It's not it's not a real a real fast process for them. Okay, so it takes a while, especially for the dairy cattle. Okay. Those dairy cows take a while to reach maturity and can produce milk. So it's going to be a while. And remember what milk, I mean, milk impacts a lot of things, right? It, yogurt, um, cooking, infant formula, Um, you know, just, I mean, besides just having it for your cereal or dipping some cookies in, right? Like you've got a lot of things out there that require milk to be made, right? Like You want to make a cake? Probably got to add some milk. I don't know. It's been a while since I made a cake, so I don't know. Maybe it's just oil now. Who who knows? I'm not a baker. Anyway, okay, so I just want you guys to keep that in the the front of your minds that not only are we talking about the immediate future, right? Because they're talking 2022, okay? We're in month four now, so I don't know when that's going to roll. I don't know. By July? By November? Right? But they're talking 2022 food shortages and if we're we're calling these animals now, if we're calling these animals, um, it's going to be more difficult going forward as well. You gotta. I mean, who are you going to have to, you know, build that stock back up, right? So, things to consider. Things to consider. Um, number sixteen. Uh, I'm sorry, number 15, the death toll from the bird flu in Iowa alone will be pushed beyond 13 million as a result of this latest incident. Again, guys, it just feels like it's by design, right? I mean, Bill Gates is out there talking about um, synthetic meat. Can't wait to try that. Mm, Delicious, not, I mean, seriously, gross. Um, You first, you weirdo. How come billionaires can't afford better haircuts? Am I alone in this? Like Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, like really? You got a billion dollars. You got so much money and you have the stupidest haircuts. Seriously? Who's your barber? Anyway, it's like Hollywood, right? Like why does Hollywood always have the worst plastic surgery? Don't you guys have an an outrageous amount of money? Don't you think you'd have access to the best plastic surgeons? And yet you all come away looking like cat people. It's just bizarre to me like do you all have the same plastic surgeon does anybody tell you you look like this I don't know anyway I digress um number 16 overall this is what the total national death toll from the bird flu currently looks like 22 million egg laying chickens 1.8 million broiler chickens 1.9 million pullet chickens and other commercial chickens and 1.9 million turkeys Hmm. you know as that number goes up Thanksgiving might look different. I'm just saying. Okay, 17, China's agricultural minister has announced that the winter wheat harvest in China would be the worst in history. Again, is it by design? I don't know. Number 18, we are being warned that the winter wheat harvest in the United States will be disastrous due to severe drought. Isn't it crazy? They're up there with their chemtrails. You can say what you want about chemtrails, but I am telling you, as a child, I remember laying on the ground and watching the planes fly over and seeing actual contrails that dissipated almost immediately as they formed. And what's in the sky now is not the same. There. I don't care if it sounds like tinfoil hat and you guys are like, oh my gosh, therapy. You jumped off the deep end with that one i can't follow then don't follow log off but plenty of people are bringing up concerns plenty of people are testing and saying hey look when they do these chemtrails there is an extraordinary uh, an extraordinarily large amount of barium that shows up on the ground or in the air after these chemtrails are present and when they're not present the levels are normal so food for thought. You can look it up. Don't take my word for it. Okay. Um, Number 19, during a recent interview, one prominent US farmer stated that most Americans won't like it when your grocery bill is up $1,000 a month. Oh my gosh. And can you imagine? So this is absolutely going to impact the people who are the poorest among us and those on fixed incomes, right? So the elderly, the poor are going to hit are going to get hit first with this they're going to suffer immediately with that and then um if you are if you're more affluent um it's going to hit you too of course everybody's going to be hit with nobody it's like the gas prices right it it gets us all but it doesn't get us all equally that's what i'm trying to say um Number 20, the head of the UN World Food Program says that what the planet is now facing is unlike anything we have seen since World War II. And I think it's kind of interesting that they bring that up. World War II, where we saw the greatest generation, we saw our grandparents, um, or maybe if you're in that demographic, it was your parents, uh, rise to the call as brave, you know, young 18, 19 year olds going to fight. Uh, national socialism right that that's that's what the nazis were we always talk about fascism you know oh okay but national socialism we we drop that off right like people don't want to say the second half um they went to fight this and they were very i mean look look they changed the course of of history right they were they were called the greatest generation for a reason but now what we have are a bunch of kids who don't know what bathroom to use are all gender confused and words are literal violence so how do you think we're going to handle this how on earth do you think we're going to handle this i mean we've got kids who are in um law school who are offended by words and need to have a cry room literally can you imagine if you need a lawyer and that's what you get words are literal violence no they're not words hurt absolutely but it's not the same as if i punch you in the face that's going to sting maybe even a little bit. Okay. So I'm just saying, I think it's interesting that they brought up world war II um, because we've got an entire generation here, at least in the United States, um, that is going to be real struck by this. They're not going to know what to do. So I don't even know how they're going to behave. Um, okay. So you can also check out this, uh, this planned starvation. Um, this is uh, this is another article. It's on the noqreport.com. It's called Planned Starvation: Grain Deliveries by Rail to Be Partially Halted, Devastating Dairy Herds and Meat Operations Worldwide. This is kind of a longer um, article, so I'm not going to read all of it, but I'll kind of give you the the gist of it, right? Um, we've already talked about you know the cheap meat, right? So as these um, as these these trains are not carrying the grain to uh the 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 farmers right um these animals are going to starve and like I said they're going to all go to slaughter en masse and we might see this huge influx of uh, meat in the supermarkets but once it's gone it's gone so if you can invest in a deep freezer now I suggest you do it. If you've got some cash that you can drop and you can put away in a deep freezer, I suggest you do it and you buy what you can and you stick it in the freezer. And the next time you go to the grocery store, you buy what you can and you stick it in the deep freezer. All right, I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I'm just advising you might want to uh, take care of that, right, Um, and who's doing this? Uh, the Today's Situation Update podcast reveals worrisome new intel that describes Joe Biden's controlled demolition of the U.S. food supply. Look, um, do we want to discuss this controlled demolition of the U.S. food supply? I mean, if anyone on my podcast was in any way on the fence about whether or not Democrats hate America and hate American citizens, um. You really shouldn't be anymore, right? I don't know how much more evidence you're going to need. We are in an economic depression, thanks to Joe Biden. He can sit there and claim, oh, with COVID, it was COVID. Yeah, you know what? COVID didn't help, but had if Trump were in office right now, I can promise you we wouldn't be where we are right now, looking at $5 on average gas prices. Um, and I don't even know what diesel's at, so... How, how expensive to, to, does diesel fuel need to get where the trucks stop running? Anybody think of that? Truckers, if you're out there and you're listening to me, God bless you for sure. But how expensive does it have to get before you guys are like, nah, it's too expensive. I, I can't afford to run this. I, I just can't, right? Like, how expensive does it need to get? Ah. <sighs> I don't know guys. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I wish I had better news. Um, but it isn't. And I think, like I said, um, you guys need to be made aware of this. Um, starvation, of course, you know, is, is what they're facing. Like I said, if the, um, the trains don't run, uh, I would like some information on why this controlled demolition seems like a good idea to the crazy pants Biden administration. Um, but I don't think we're going to get anything but lies. Um, Let's see, if we move further down the article, um, you know, some people think, well, you know what, uh, the prices as, as milk and meat get higher, um, farmers will still make money and they'll, they'll continue to, um, you know, have these animals. Well, that's not the case um, with these particular products, dairy, meat, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when these prices go higher, people kind of stop buying it. They go to, like, the next option. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, I don't really need that steak tonight, right? Um, so, no, the farmers are not going to uh, make their money because the prices go up. They're not going to continue having large herds of, of cattle or dairy cows. They're not going to. So, you know, this idea that some people have, well, as the price goes up, then, you know, they will they'll be making money and so they'll maintain their herds they absolutely won't okay because prices go down it's called demand elasticity the higher the prices the lower the demand okay in this circumstance um, that is absolutely certain okay it's like ice cream like well I could go and buy you know five dollars uh, worth of Ben and Jerry's ice cream or I could go pick up the two dollar tub of uh, you know Meyer brand guess what I'm doing Plus, Ben & Jerry's is kind of, um, I don't really, I think they're left-leaning as well. But anyway, their ice cream is pretty good. Uh, Even non-meat food items are seeing alarming price inflation. That was really hard for me to get out. With meat and dairy soon getting out of reach for average American consumers, you might think they would be turning to more plant-based diets. Gee, do you think that would be by design? I mean, you guys are aware that Bill Gates owns... um, a Significant portion of the impossible foods uh, franchise, right? Just throwing that out there, okay? But anyway, it says uh, the problem there, of course, is that grains, legumes, fruits, nuts, and vegetables are also experiencing alarming levels of price inflation. Scarcity in these items also um, getting there, it's also getting significantly worse. So I, I read that to you, um, not as a but, but this you just said, right? because Bill Gates is the mastermind behind trying to get us to eat synthetic meats. He's the one out there on, you know, whatever news station, CNN, CBS, they're all the same, right? And he's saying, well, Americans, they can get used to the taste. Gross! I don't want to get used to the taste. I want the taste I'm used to. I don't want this weirdo synthetic meat. What is it going to do once we ingest it? We don't even know what GMOs do to our bodies. Are you guys aware of that? At no time have anybody done any scientists. No one has done any GMO tests um to find out the long-term effect on the human body. So we ingest these plants with GMOs um and we have no idea what that's going to do. We don't know how our body is going to internalize it. And, and, you know, for those of us who grew up Gen X or before, you know, when I was a kid, there no one had any peanut allergies. You might have maybe one in the school, right? Now look at peanut allergies. Now look at food allergies in general. Look at, you know, the gluten allergies. There's a great book out there called Wheat Belly. Um, if you're interested in how uh, the wheat of our grandfathers, great grandfathers um, has changed so much that it would be unrecognizable to them today and how it is affecting our bodies. So again, Bill Gates, might be pushing some of this he is the largest land, landowner of farmland in the United States um, maybe he's helping to push this it's not like the man doesn't have a lot of clout in Washington and he's got a lot of clout on all of the propaganda news stations so people listen to him for whatever reason all right so yes if you think oh you know I might turn to a more plant-based diet you might end up eating synthetic meat so I'm just saying Maybe we get to that point. I'm not going to eat it. I'll probably eat my cat first. I don't know. It's gross. I'm not going to eat my cat. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. As always, stay deplorable patriots, and I will talk to you guys again on Monday.